When this show started, it was about uniting all the legends of podcasting together to talk about a show that most felt wasn't going to have its own voice, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Everyone said it would last only one season. Well, boy, were they wrong. And now as we gear season three down, we're preparing for the newly renewed season four. We're just getting started, folks. Bell, Kyle, and Will, we're legends in our own right. We've got this. We're not serious, we're not intense, and we're certainly not professional. But what we are is... Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears, I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Richard of the Mac. And this is Legends TV Talk. Gentlemen, how are you doing this wonderful evening? We're back after a somewhat hiatus missing... We had a small hiatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the show didn't have a hiatus, but, you know, well, sometimes we did, so, or we have to, so, you know, there you go. Yeah, because somebody had to go get a girlfriend, so... It wasn't yeah, entirely my who. fault, I'm saying. I don't even remember why we didn't record. Anywho, I'm fine. How is yeah. everyone else? Well, I was, I was sick. Oh, that's that right. Was you were sick, sick. yeah. That's Wasn't right. I, I was like, I had, the, I, had the, I had the stomach flu, which was just... Well, let me just tell you, the intestinal pyrotechnics involved in that whole debacle <laughs> were, were just fascinating. That's, so. that's fantastic. That's, Thank you, Will, for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. You're the welcome. more you, so, know. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. this has been GI Track and, Talk. And, of course, <laughs> yes. <laughs> welcome to GI Track Talk. Uh, I'm feeling at a, an ice cream level today, you know, but I'm hoping to get to it, you know, a really good. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, it's transitions, right? You got ice cream. That's oatmeal, an improvement from the. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's an improvement from the BBW level of burning brown water. So. <laughs> and oh, we have seven viewers. Apparently, oh, uh, that GI was TV so bad. Is, Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. Well, uh, enough of that. I think yeah, it's no so, longer time for GI <laughs> GI Track TV talk. It's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. All right, season three, episode 16, I, Ava, directed by Dean Cho. (laughs) (laughs) Story by our main man, friend of the show. Uh, and, and personal dear friend of mine, Ray Utarnichit, and Daphne Miles. <laughs> Cue the laugh. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know what we should do is, is, is you know, we, for season four, this is definitely going to be a running gag in there. Is every time Will laughs when I say the name Ray Utarnichit, everyone has to, to take a drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a funny name, and I know that that poor kid probably got his butt whooped in school. Oh yeah, you got to figure with a name like Utarnichit. It just he got. Be- I mean, the only worst name was like my old boss Scott Seaman. Oh, like you know, that Whoa. was a name that definitely. Yeah, I knew a kid growing up whose name and was he Harry did too. Weiner. I asked him what. You're kidding me. Somebody named their kid Harry. Weiner? Yeah, they, it, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> it was. It was bad. <laughs> Yeah, that would be like you naming your 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 son Ringo. Yeah, yeah, Ringo Bell. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Actually, I like that that name. That, I mean, that, you know, that, they're, that they're ring worst names. to yeah. it. Or huh. if I named my daughter Southern, 
This is my daughter, Southern Bell. <laughs> this is my son, Ringo. <laughs> or Liberty. I mean, this is my Liberty. Oh, I'm just going there. <laughs> this is my son, Liberty. Leave her alone, though. She's a little cracked. Southern, <laughs> Southern Bell and Liberty. She's Bell. just a little cracked. Yeah, just a little cracked. Yeah. <laughs> that boy ain't right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, story was by Ray Turnichit and Daphne Miles. Uh, Kyle, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Sarah contemplates leaving the team after her breakup with Ava, only to find out from Gary that Ava hasn't been to work in a few days. Sarah, Ray, and Gary travel to Ava's home, only to find that Ava's parents are actors paid to play a constant role. The three travel to 2213, where they find Ava is actually a clone mass-produced by a conglomerate. The three are apprehended by multiple Ava clones, which is would be a uh, party in some places, but are saved by the original Ava. Zari <laughs> teaches Mick to use a fire totem. Amaya, with a temporary truce with Kwasa, manages to reclaim her own totem, but Nate is captured and tortured by Damien Dark. However, it is revealed that Dark misses how his little girl used to be before Mollus. He is later caught by his daughter faking the torture. Amaya, Wally, and Kawasa rescue Nate and confront Nora. But Nora rips the water totem out of Kawasa, killing her. Driven by grief and guilt, Amaya goes back to 1992 Zambezi to change her family's fate. Ava and Sarah realize Rip deleted Ava's files from the Bureau and decided to find out why. All right, so this is a special episode for you guys since we missed last. Oh. oh, I forgot about the dramatic go for how did I do that? Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> uh, since we missed last week, we're going to try to cram uh, two episodes together. So we're going to talk a little bit about IAVA right quick, and then we're going to hop on to. Uh, two for one. Yeah, two for one. You get a special deal. All right. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, let, let's break it down here a little bit. So uh, Mick is a totem bearer now, and yep. uh, we have Zari trying to train him, and that's just ridiculous because uh, <laughs> it's Mick, and of course it's going to be ridiculous. They're they're, they're he, he does totem. it well. I mean, yeah. he uses the the totem well. I mean, I think bit. so. That's what I would do. I mean, would I, I would cook hot dogs and popcorn and stuff like that. I mean, come on, it's just it just makes sense. Why right. why use a grill or why use a microwave when you have the power right in your hands? Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I'm assuming with more training he could Didn't they make a fart joke too? Oh yeah, yes, they did make a fart joke. Lighting his farts yeah, on they fire. Had a pull my finger joke for sure. <laughs> um and I would assume that with more training Mick would be able to like, you know, pick up a steak in his hand and then cook it to a perfect medium rare. Uh yeah. And then yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Because, yeah, that would just be amazing. But, uh, yeah, so their, their little antics there were pretty uh, – it was a pretty interesting little storyline with Mick and, and Zari kind of uh, uh, getting past Mick's ignorance and, I guess, uh, apathy about Zari and her uh, – and her religion and everything and so yeah they kind of you know come together and have a little a little you know heart to heart sort of moment there at the end which was nice uh and and so but mick didn't seem to learn anything about his totem or any of his training so I, no you know. <laughs> uh but yeah so, so do you think that mick uh do you think he's gonna just innately be good at using this thing just because he has fire powers or i mean what do you what do you guys think are we gonna see more training uh coming out later or or is this just are we just done with with mick and, and his fire training totem well, to be perfectly honest with the one episode that we have left. <laughs> oh, that's I right. There's don't only one think, left. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see any more training. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, spoilers for There'll the... There'll be no montages. Yeah, so, yeah. There, no. Spoilers for the next episode. He uses his fire gun, his heat gun, instead of using the fire totem, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah. I, I don't think I don't think he's comfortable enough with the fire totem enough yet to use it. I think he... I think, yes, there is more training, but I think after this season is done, he's not going to have it anymore. There's just like a one-and-done sort of thing. Yeah, okay. Um... Well, cool. Yeah. So there's other stuff that came out in that episode, obviously. But the biggest thing was that Ava is apparently a clone from the year 2213. So a uh, little little under 200 years in the future. Uh, apparently, there's super clones and Ava is one of them. And uh, mm-hmm. so we knew well, how many episodes was it? Uh, Will, when uh, when we saw Rip delete Ava's file, was that like two, three episodes ago? Yeah, I think it was like actually four episodes ago. Four episodes. It was. It was significant. Okay. So, like, I think it was two episodes before. It, it they was. Did this episode, it was the so. episode where Wally came on board. That's right. That's right. Right. So I think it Elvis. Had, mm, episode before that one. Oh, okay. oh yeah. So were you guys thinking that this there was going to be something like nefarious about uh, about Ava? Then uh, were you seeing the clone angle coming? Uh, what do you think? Was this like a surprise? I thought she had to do something with Mollus, but turns out not. I thought, you know, with the title I, Ava, which is like a callback or an homage to I, Robot. Yeah. I thought she was going to be like a cyborg or android. A robot. Didn't, Me too. Didn't turn out to be that way at all. Just a bunch of clones because we need a clone army. Yeah, I guess. I, was, I, <laughs> I felt the same way. I was thinking it was going to be more of a uh, cyborg, android, robot thing than a clone thing, but... Uh, that was kind of an interesting little twist there, and, and and it's, it's we'll talk about this more in the next episode. But yeah, that was a weird choice by by Rip to like not explain any of that stuff to her. I guess. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, that got me thinking too. I mean, to be quite honest, I mean, why? What is the big deal? Like, why was he like? Uh, she can never find out about Ava being a clone. Like, yeah. Who cares? So she's got like forty-five twin sisters over here, you know. And and you know, you never know. Sarah might be into like the whole like like you know. Kyle said four's a party. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it just it, it, it. I just don't understand it. To me, it it doesn't wash. It doesn't. It seemed kind of, again. It seemed like the writers got a little bit. You know, like I think they wanted to make it a robot, and then they were like, you know, too Austin Power Fembody, or we can't afford to show it being a robot because we need to spend the special effects elsewhere. Why don't we just make her a clone? Oh, yeah. that'll work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about this again in the next episode. Uh, the the more, uh, I guess, stunning revelation, the more soul-crushing revelation uh, happens in the next episode. But, uh, but yeah, just finding out that you're a clone, like, doesn't necessarily mean that all of your experiences are invalidated. You know, I mean, like, uh, all the... Unless Rip just implanted everything in her mind as fake memories, which kind of seems like that might be but uh i mean i don't know i guess they needed an existential crisis this close to the season end for drama right i yeah. suppose i suppose but you know yeah so it was a clone that's interesting and uh gary is weird or oh <laughs> or, or or rip could be a clonist he could be a clonist he could just be you know he might think clones are you know Lesser human beings or something, you know. I mean, I don't want to judge somebody based upon their DNA, and you know, yeah. she can't help being a clone. And you know, some of my best friends are clones, <laughs> so you know, 
<laughs> Rip Rip would have voted for clone Obama a third time if he could. Yeah, no, Barry yeah. Obama. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Barry. O- sort of future throwback. And they really right? tried to bury Obama. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're not there yet. Well, come on. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So you know, Gary was was really weird this episode. He has some very weird dreams and stuff about Ava. Which, if I was his boss, I would fire him immediately. Um, which it, would that exactly. be? Would that be classified as sexual harassment? I think absolutely. Him like saying very that stuff. Much. Yeah, for sure. You couldn't go to a coworker and be like, "I had a dream last night that I tied you up and there were, you didn't have any clothes on." They'd be like, "Uh, why are you telling me this?" <laughs> yeah. It's like straight to HR. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Gary's weird. And th- that was kind of already established. Um, but even more so this episode. But uh, in addition to that, we also have uh, Kuwasa getting her totem ripped out of her because uh, she decides to help uh, kind of team up with the Legends for a little bit. And uh, as a result, is killed by Malice uh, ripping the water totem out of her chest. Now, this was interesting to me because I had no idea mm-hmm. where her totem was. Everybody else has had them like, you know, uh, yeah. around their necks and stuff. So I was kind of expecting something like that. Maybe she had it in her, in her pocket. But no, it was like in her heart. That was kind of interesting so well, i know i knew she like i thought she fused with the water totem so that's why uh, but it makes sense that it was like around like in her chest because that's where like if you if it's a necklace it would be on her chest but not a, right depends on how low of course yeah i i was curious but, or know. or she could have swallowed it and choked on it and then didn't die became water and then it just got stuck yeah it's there. just been sitting in her stomach like she she could have been seven it'd been like <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because i you Look know I, box. I was i was curious about the other totems and how it's they're all the necklaces box. except for that one and of course you know uh they end up turning that one into a necklace in the next episode we'll talk about that later um but yeah so who, who guy did you guys see kuasa getting killed i i didn't i didn't think that was going to happen i thought we we're going to have like a redemption story mm. arc which we kind of did uh, but yeah i thought we we're going to have a little bit more to her story in the upcoming episodes. Um, but yeah, Kyle, you didn't see it coming. I, I mean, I didn't see it coming, but I also was just like, okay, what's what, where does her story go from here? Is she like, she's, she's been quote unquote redeemed. So why do we need her around anymore? So I guess it, I guess it fits that she passed away. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, and I think they wanted to give the totem. I think they wanted to give the totem to somebody on the team. Yeah. So they were like, "Oh, we need all six totems because we got like seven people." So let's, uh, uh, yeah, we uh, you gotta die. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and so speaking of totems, we have Amaya get her totem back, and so uh, for a minute there, it looks like the totem was still going to be under the uh, influence of malice, which I was curious about. I was wondering what they were going to do with that uh, since Nora had it for so long; it had gotten corrupted, but. Um, I was surprised at how quickly they turned that around. I'm, again, it's it's near the end of the season, so there's not a lot of time to go on a spirit quest and like defeat the evil inside the totem and bring it back. So I guess it makes sense that they just was like, "Yeah, it's, it's, she beat it. It's it's good now. No 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 more worries." Um, but uh, but yeah. So did did you guys think that there was going to be any sort of uh, repercussions for her putting on this corrupted evil totem? I thought so. I thought right away. Then she uh, overcame it pretty yeah. fast, but I mean, plot. Right, right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I was I was thinking there's going to be a little bit more to that. But again, you know, end of the season, I, I always keep forgetting that, you know, as stuff starts ramping up where it's like, oh, they could go somewhere with the storyline. But it's like, wait, there's only like a couple hours of the show left. <laughs> yeah. So not too much time. Um, but yeah, that, this it didn't really feel like a filler episode per se. No, because because it did it did move the, the story forward. Just it moved it forward a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like if if you got if you got rid of the whole Ava plotline, this it's it's a good it's a good episode for the the whole story. Now, could this like the, could this whole Ava plot be like moved till next season? Oh, I could very it could have, but they they chose to do it this season. Yeah, yeah, and and, and a kind of awkward spot too. Uh, yeah, this this yes, pretty, pretty late in the game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Will, overall thoughts on this episode? What'd you think? Um, it wasn't a filler episode, but it was a. Uh, it was kind of the the calm before the storm episode. There, you know, they were putting their they're using their pawns to get their you know knights and everything in place to, for the final end game. Um, and I understand the need to have that. I just with with a sixteen or seventeen episode se- well, I think eighteen episode season. Um, you, you shouldn't have to have these type of episodes. Um, you should just be able to tell a really compelling, good story, strong story, without so much padding. And this season, they've kind of excelled at the padding. Um, and I don't know if it's because they're trying to do justice to all seven members of the team or what, but it definitely felt like this season more than some of the others except for season one. It, it, they padded a lot, and they could have told this story a lot, I think, a lot cleaner and a lot better. I mean, you know, maybe next week is going to pay it all off, but I, I I, don't have faith, to tell you the truth, and I'm a fan of this show. So I, I would definitely give it a, you know, I'd give it probably a 5 out of 10 Avas. <laughs> fingers. That's still a lot of Avas. Yeah, that's a lot of Avas. Well, uh, Kyle, what'd you think? Oh, hello, Ava. I, I mean... <laughs> I, I, it progressed the story, and then it added to it, but it didn't need to add it. So, seven Ava's out of ten. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was an awkward spot to have the Ava storyline for sure because that you yeah. know that that relationship's been going on for a long time, and uh, it's just kind of a weird spot to throw that in there right before like two episodes before the the season finale because like where are you going to go from there? Uh, Ava's having this existential crisis that you cannot resolve, and so. You know, we'll we'll talk about this in the news, but it clearly they, they, they have a plan with that, and uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know, overall, like, it was an enjoyable episode, but it was it just felt kind of out of place. Felt like something that could have happened uh, mid season, with the exception all the Ava stuff. The Ava stuff could have happened earlier. The 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 totem stuff made right. sense, like it worked, it fit, understood. But um, yes, I agree. But yeah, the Ava stuff just felt kind of out of place, uh, and but you know, overall, I was entertained. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll probably give it a. And I and go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but some, I mean, was this something to kind of piggyback on what you were about to say before you give it your rating? <laughs> is that you know they could have done this Ava stuff earlier in the season and make us care about her. Don't forget, for the first five episodes, or probably the first eight or nine episodes of the season, all she was was the brooding, uh, almost antagonistic. Uh, pain in the neck, you know, federal agent re- representing the quote unquote establishment. They didn't buy this. They didn't buy this story with Ava. You know, she she kind of hooked up with uh, 
Katie's character, God, I should know it, uh, with Sarah like only two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, like, have they really bought us being invested in her origin yet? They should have hooked them up a month ago, and then we would be invested enough to want to find out about her origins. They didn't buy this episode, in my opinion. It feels like this might have been a hiatus change where, uh, you know, the show goes on hiatus and they and they tweak a couple things here and there with her story because she was a popular character. Right. Uh, which, which is always kind of a sh- I mean, it's nice that they're getting to develop this, but yeah, had they thought about that beforehand and made us care about her earlier in the show because i mean that would be a great kind of thing to, to go along with like you know she's this uh you know this bureaucratic character and then she realizes that everything that she is is fake and there's a lot of sympathy from viewers to kind of see that and we we get to develop her character and and uh uh over the course of you know the latter half of the season as opposed to you know two episodes before the season finale all of a sudden there's all this stuff and they're like, oh, I feel sympathetic for this character. Too bad there's not enough time to really do that. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's interesting, and it'll be it'll be neat to see what they do with it. And we'll talk about that uh, towards the end of the show. But uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna go right. ahead. and I'm gonna give it a, a six out of ten. Ava's, I feel. So we have a five, six, and a seven. This feels yeah. good. This feels right. It does. Yeah. It does. So it's <laughs> averaged out to what? Six. six. Yeah. yeah. I'm no. not good with math. <laughs> math is not my strong suit. <laughs> he, I did five. He did seven, and then you, or you did seven, and he did six. So it it it's yeah. six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, any other final thoughts on I Ava before we <laughs> get to the next episode? Uh, no. All right. Um, just this. Uh, well, you know what? I we well, let's do this. Uh, since we're sitting here, I mean, uh. We do have Ross. He did write in something. Oh, okay, yeah. So he just said if we... Yeah, let's yeah. do the Ross. Yeah, well, that, that, that makes uh, sense. He said so... Yeah. It, Sorry. All right, so he said just after watching I, Ava and reading the synopsis for guest starring John Noble, my assumptions were wrong. With Amaya going back to 1992 to prevent the attack on her village and preserve her family's future, her future is still unclear. I still hope that Amaya and Nate stay together and that he is Mari's grandfather. Even if it means that we lose these characters at the end of the season, since season four still hasn't been confirmed, who knows? Actually, it has now. As I, as for this episode, I thought it was funny. Gary's moments and Damien, Nate's interactions in particular, which we should talk about that because I do agree with him there. And I'm interested in learning more about Ava's backstory. I thought that Zari and Mick's scenes were poignant and deep. I liked how Zari keeps tabs on her, pres- on her present. I looked up when Ramadan is in 24-2, so Zari's present is between August 17th and September 16th. Looking forward to the episode. So, and then he goes on to say, "My, my, I know my posts are long, and you know, blah blah blah." And <laughs> you're fine, Ross. You're fine. We like your posts, so don't worry about it. Um, and he does. He brings up a good point. I don't think we should get off of yet. Is that this started to really feel like a different Damien Dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I, uh, uh, I, I made mention of that. We were talking about uh, my buddy uh, saw Ready Player One. And uh, I mean, no spoilers for that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen it yet, so I, I don't know. Right. But uh, apparently, there is a uh, change of heart in a certain character, and uh, he just said it didn't really feel right. Um, and so it's interesting, though, because with Damien Dark, you have this kind of thing where he's just evil, evil, evil. Uh, and then you kind of see, like, with his daughter, like you know, that you, it, it's not like a, just a just a night and day switch, right? He goes from this like you know evil right. guy. You see him, he loves his daughter, then like as more and more stuff starts happening to Nora, he is impacted by that more and more. And so this switch was was certainly something 
that I didn't expect. I mean, we I think we all kind of called it that he was going to get them to help uh, uh, get the legends to help him save Nora. Uh, but uh, yeah, right. and, and we'll mention this in the next episode. But uh, you know, it, it, he's still Damian Dark, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but right. but yeah, like this this is a really welcome change in it, and it was done well. I, I thought they did a really good job uh, with with that character arc for for Damian. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, his comedic oh. timing was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Go ahead. All right, his comedic timing was brilliant. The whole thing was brilliant. Like, I mean, but it it, it was it was great. Neil McDonough's got such a a, a wit and a, a way about him that he all, he was very charming in a way that he wasn't on Arrow. Yeah. On Arrow, he was malevolent, and <laughs> and you know, and even last season, he was he was very you know hard to like. And this season, he's, you know, he's a little bit, they kind of lightened him up a little bit. Yeah. On the one hand, I'm cool with that. And on the other hand, I'm like, there is a part of me that wants to see Damien be, you know, Damien. Like, you know, what did you expect? You put a demon in your kid. But, I mean, the scenes with him and Nate where, you know, he's sitting there and then they're faking the torture <laughs> and, and they're kind of laughing about it. He's like, oh, no, that's good. That's good. Keep it going. You know, and it's like. What you know? It, it does. It didn't ring true. Like, and I could see Damien being like, you know, scared for his daughter, but also be like, you know, little girl, I'm your father. Like, you know, it, it just. I don't know. It, it it was cool, and I like it, and I hope this means Neil McDonough sticks around yeah. a while. But uh, you know, it could go either way. Kyle, uh, I mean, I like the change. Um, his progression from Arrow season four. To last season on Legends was you know it, it was evil and then and then him seeing yeah. him seeing the the turn of how this demon is affecting his daughter I could see why he why this change is happening and and I agree with it I like this change and mm-hmm. I mean next episode we'll talk about we'll talk more about it but yeah I think I mean yeah the comedic timing on everything that he and Nate did was fantastic. <laughs> I love the. It's weird to say I love the torture scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I had no previous Arrow, exper- uh, I guess previous Damian Dark experiences. I didn't see him on Arrow, so uh, well, I, I can see where your where your point of contention comes from. But I, you know, if he was that, I guess, maleficent and whatnot in Arrow, yeah, that could be a, an interesting contrast. But yeah, I well, I, he did okay in season four of Arrow. He did want to nuke the whole planet and start fresh right so yes yeah, it's pretty evil yeah 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 that's, that's evil hey by the way our uh, audio guy listen uh andrew showed up on the uh legends tv talk and said he just tuned in so oh, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was 27 minutes ago he might be gone by now hi andrew <laughs> <laughs> hi andrew hopefully we didn't miss you we'll be sending you more yeah. files <laughs> you're doing yes. excellent work by the way yes Yes, excellent work. Excellent. Well done. Well done. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> well, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's I Ava. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess those are our final thoughts on that one. So why don't we uh, jump into another history lesson? And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. 
Alrighty. Now time for your double dose of Legends TV talk. Uh, this is our second episode of the night, and we're going to talk about Season 3, Episode 17, guest starring John Noble. Guest starring John Noble. See, I had to add the, oh. the tagline because... Because he was actually yeah. a, a guest, a guest star. <laughs> See, now that's comedic timing, Will. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I get I, it. <laughs> All right, this episode was directed by Ralph Hemaker, and the story was by Kito Shimizu and James Egan. All right, Kyle, why don't you tell us what happens in this episode? Well, the legends stopped Gorilla Garad from killing future President Barack Obama in the 1980s, preventing another aberration and further delaying Mollus' release. Damien starts to have misgivings, realizing that Mollus' escape will mean Nora's death, and he petitions the legends for help, for help to save her. By getting actor John Noble to impersonate the voice of Mollus, haha, the team tricks Nora onto the Wave Rider and contains her. Ava asks Rip if he knew that she was a clone. Rip reveals that she is the 12th Ava clone he has recru- recruited because she is such a talented agent. Amaya returns to 1992 Zambezi to change history and secure her family's future. Nate, rather than to try to convince her to return, elects to help her instead. Sarah decides to allow this to happen, causing the final aberration that will free Mollus, having concluded that the only way to stop the demon is to release him. She gives Damien the death totem to wield alongside the others, but Damien betrays the legends trying to save Nora, resulting in Mollus' escape. Alright, so let's start this one with the uh, craziest uh, plotline of the entire series. I have a problem Yeah, here. what's that? I've got a problem here. It's an anachronism. Aberrations were last year. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. You're right. Anachronism. <laughs> Wait, <sighs> but they they still used in the show. They used the right term, right? That was just in our yeah. I think that yeah, they said anachronism. Yeah, yeah. we just it's they said the word Kyle can't say anachronism. Yeah. I could say it now. Hey, there you go. Uh, it's only been sixteen episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, well <laughs> so this episode, this episode, just that that first that first sentence just just tell you enough about this show like if you if you if you hadn't watched it before and you're curious about you know whether or not you want to watch uh uh legends uh legends of legends of tomorrow well just just you know the sentence of the summary the first sentence here just should tell you everything you need to know the legends stopped gorilla grod from killing future president barack obama in the 80s that is that is that is the show in a nutshell (laughs) it it worked out very well (laughs) I, I love the interactions. I loved how he how he sounded like yeah Barack Obama a little bit. Um, it was, I mean, like, <laughs> okay. I don't know where that one came from, but <laughs> yeah. But Grodd again. We're getting more Grodd than we that we have been in Flash this season. I think there has been more. Yeah, he's joining the crew next year. <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah. if Grodd is the newest member of the Legends. I would I'd be all over that. But yeah, I, I think we see more of Grodd than we have. <laughs> Uh, we see more Grodd on Legends than we have on Flash. Oh, question. Yes, for you. See, um, how do how do Wally and Nate get to Zambezi nineteen ninety two without the jump ship? If, they were dropped off. Yeah, I would assume they were dropped mm. off. I don't think that Wally ran back in time. Yeah, because that, that that's my right. whole 
that's my whole think thought process of is how he did that. But I mean, dropping him off sounds like you know plot. I guess works out. But dang it. I mean, it's legends. Do we really have to like question these things? <laughs> I do. <laughs> because just because okay, they just danced. because Wally can can dis- can defeat uh, Starro in with one person doesn't mean he can travel back through time or and show it. But apparently, you know. Uh, well, uh, it's his it's his power. He can dance. He can dance to Return of the Mac and go anywhere. Yeah. See, I mean, that would be a power. What would you do? That would be a power if uh, you had a device that every time you pushed a button, it played Return of the Mac and made everyone in the room with you dance. Would you abuse this power? Or would I would abuse the heck out of that. I would get out of work so hard. I think Will has this power. <laughs> Except for it only affects podcasters. <laughs> yeah. I, I have that I have that power and I do use it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so and Andrew enjoy editing the audio for this, oh, it's buddy. Gonna be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. <laughs> but yes, make America grot again. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of political digs this episode, uh, Sarah. <laughs> uh, Sarah talking yeah, to Obama. I, I'm assuming they were smoking a joint uh, because that would have been. I, I wish oh, I wish yeah. they had passed a joint around. I really do. That'd have been hilarious because uh, Obama admittedly smoked marijuana in the 80s, uh, or actually ganja is the. Yes, but he term. didn't inhale. No, that was Bill Clinton. Obama totally inhaled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obama's like, what the hell is the point if I don't yeah. inhale? That w- It tastes terrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. <sighs> and then I pass this over there. Wow, you do that really <laughs> well, Mr. Bell. Are you uh, something you want to tell us? Maybe. You know what? Uh, this is Legends TV Talk. You're in Texas, sir. They do kill for that. <laughs> there is the death penalty in Texas. There's a lot of things you can get killed for in Texas. <laughs> um, but yeah. Being progressive would be one. Yeah, for real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they, they defeat Gorilla Grob by using Ray Shrink Ray to uh, shrink him. And they put him in a jar with, with holes poked in it because, they're you know, it's nice. Uh, they got to give got to give Grot some air. They're nice, yeah. yeah. And um, so yeah, and so we save Barack Obama, thus preventing Malice from escaping. Uh, Damien at this point starts to get cold feet because you know Malice is pissed it didn't happen. He's like, oh no, I guess something bad happened, and Grod didn't do it. But so you can kind of tell that he's uh, you know this this switch in him has flipped, and he wants to save his daughter. Uh, well, he also saw what happens when Malice. Uh, it becomes his true form. He, like her, her body right. is no more. Yeah, yeah. He saw I, I, so that that's yeah, he didn't. What was that? By the he way, he was not expecting that. Was was that just like a, a kind of a preview, sort of like Malice kind of escaping, but then like came back in or yeah. what? She was. Yeah. yeah the 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 anachronism hadn't taken hold yet. It was taking hold, and he was gaining power and gaining power, and then he got stopped. And it's like, oh, okay. Itty bitty loose. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So Damien goes soft and uh, decides to ask the legends for help. Uh, and so they, uh, <laughs> their plan, and this is genius, is to get uh, John Noble to 
play the voice. You basically record him saying some lines and convince them to get Nora on the ship. And uh, I, I had forgotten, or I, I didn't really know, first off, that John Noble was uh, the voice of Malice. And then I didn't put two and two together because I didn't realize that, that John Noble was Denethir in Lord of the Rings. Oh, you didn't? I, you know, it's, it's every time I've seen him, it's, or most of the time when I've seen him, it's been on uh, Fringe. And, uh, oh, okay. yeah. And so the wig and stuff that he's wearing kind of like, yeah, it's, it's weird. It, it, I totally couldn't put two and two together, but, uh, it, it was hilarious because, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Mick was, they were having the meeting with, you know, Ray's stupid song about codes and, uh, Mick was talking about Lord of the Rings. Didn't, um, didn't Ray make a, make a joke about adding new characters into Lord of the Rings? Yeah. So you can't do that. That's totally Which is exactly which is exactly what happened in The Hobbit. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> so they record the lines, and, um, you know, <laughs> Ray's best line of the entire series was, then I could go inside Nora. <laughs> or, or, I Not like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. But it's funny because he has been. That's true, because they are husband and wife. And yes. that just got creepy. <laughs> that really got But that's creepy. why they have such great chemistry. Because like, they're yeah, actually married. Yeah. It works out. Yeah, but still, like, the way you worded it, Kyle, it's very creepy. That's the way it was supposed to be taken. <laughs> Kyle's like, this is all an elaborate plan, okay? <laughs> yeah, you, this is comedy. Are comedy you, comes in threes. Do you drive, like, a... Do you drive like a paddle van without windows and like around playgrounds? Are you allowed to go by how, schools? I mean, just you know, questions. How, how do you know? You're on the other side of the country. <laughs> it's it's the uh, anyone can use the internet to check the database, Kyle. Anyone can use the internet. Uh, I've been I've been found out. Yeah. Drats. If it wasn't for that you, next time gadgets for you meddling kids. <laughs> so so we have uh, we I we have. Oh, was that Inspector Gadget voice? I mean, uh, uh, Doctor Claw voice. No, Doctor Claw. Nice. You need a you need a cat. We must get Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Who voiced Doctor Claw? Meow. Can't We're do that This wow. is crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yes. Inspector Gadget talk. Welcome to ADD TV <laughs> talk. <laughs> All right. So yeah, we'll, we'll, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's roll on here. Uh, so yeah, fake malice, also known as Ray, inside Nora's ear. Um, it, it's kind of interesting to me that she wasn't able to differentiate the psychic <laughs> emanations of malice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, and that it was and that he it's was very loud. A- yeah, he was very loud in her ear. Yes. Yeah. Shut up, Will. <laughs> oh God. Oh boy. It's the one place he hasn't oh! been. All right. Oh man. <laughs> How do you know? Yeah. Maybe they're you know. Adventurous, <laughs> something crazy. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so they they convince her to go onto the ship and uh, they capture her, and Malice is is super pissed, and so the legends decide that the best way to defeat Malice is to go and release him and use the totems and uh, I guess I guess imprison him again. Uh, we're still not really clear on how they're going to do that. Uh, what do you guys think? Is it, is it going to be an imprisonment? Is it going to be a kill? Is it going to be a banishment? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I would I would assume they would try to defeat, definitely defeat, uh, maybe kill, but they don't even know what Malice looks like because uh, 
Damien never told them what it, what it, what they look like. Oh yeah, yeah, but they they get a good picture so, of that. All right. Yeah. I gotta wonder. I gotta wonder. Okay, there are set there. The, the, in some ways, it's kind of like that episode of Flash uh, in season one because I've been doing a rewatch with nice. Wendy, um, <laughs> where you know that episode with the weather wizard. So the first time where he, de- you know, everything seemed to go his way. Like, you know, he got to tell Iris how he felt and she reciprocated. He told her who he was and all this great stuff. And then oops, I went through time and have to do it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to put, the, I mean, this could go under speculation if you want. Um, I have a feeling the end of season four is going to involve a temporal reset. Button, all right. You mean season three or season four? They are just, huh? You mean oh, season yeah, three or season, season four? Three, I should say. Okay. Yeah. I think they're going to do a. Tem- I think they're going to hit the temporal reset button, and the whole thing's going to be, he's going to give himself up. They're going to find some way to be like, okay, you know, if we uh, if we hit this temporal reset button, then you know, uh, Nate and Amari, uh, Nate and Amaya, Amaya never left her village again in '92, and and you know, okay, you can't be, you know, Neil McDonough, you you're not going to come back from the dead, but your daughter's not going to have malice, so. That I, I'm telling you, I have a sneaking suspicion that's how this season's going to end. Is it going to find some rule or way to be able to hit that reset button and be like, oh, none of this happened, suckers. That sounds See good. That, yeah, that, that's definitely a, a point for some further speculation. So let's uh, let's discuss that there. Yes. Um, but yeah, so so yes. uh, the, the plan is to, to release him and, and uh, defeat him somehow with the totems. Uh, so we got... Let's let's get a little totem rundown here of what we got. So we have uh, Damien Dark gets the death totem, which everybody you know surprised all the yep. legends. Uh, I I didn't see that one coming. I thought I thought Nora might or not Nora. I thought Sarah might have taken it over, but uh, we got Damien because he's been dead too. Well, they did take it up. A- Sorry, they did take it away from him. That's true. So that's true. They did take the death. Yeah, totem by the away. end of it, they did take it away from him. But we had Damien with the death. We had uh, Zari with the the air. Mick with the fire. Uh, Nate with earth. What? Uh, yeah. And uh, Ray with water, and yep. I guess, and then Amaya with the, with spirit. the spirit. Yeah, um, and right. we actually see Nate use the totem. Use it. Yeah, it actually works for him. And we see Ray get dunked on yet again. Every yep. every episode, <laughs> he just gets dunked on like all the time. Uh, you know, he, he got he, when he made the fire totem. He got dunked on by Sarah. Uh, he chooses. You know, they, they don't. They don't. They they look over him for the earth totem, uh, and so he gets the water totem, and he can't even activate it to defeat Damien. He just gets dunked on again. Uh, Ray gets dunked on over and over and over again. Uh, and I, I want to talk about that a little bit later on, but uh, so that, I'll, I'll just leave it at that for now. But uh, yeah, so it turns out that uh, you know Damien uh, doesn't like this plan of releasing Malice because it's going to kill Nora. And so, being Damien, what does he do? He betrays the team, releases Grodd, and then Grodd destroys the village uh, instead of the warlords. And uh, so this is this is basically. You know, I, I guess history fulfilling itself, sort of thing, uh, where this village needs to be destroyed, and it seems like there's going to be something important. Again, another another uh, speculation point that we'll have there. But uh, it was interesting to see Nate as a totem bearer. Did did you guys think that that was actually going to happen? That he was going to be able to, to harness the power of the totem? Because you know we've seen all these rules sort of pseudo set up for these things where you have to do certain things or you know make a sacrifice or whatnot in order to harness the power of it. But uh, it looks like. He just 
went in to rescue Amaya, and bam, he's now a totem bear. Uh, Will, what do you think? Do you, did, did you see that coming? Yeah, I mean, I think they're all going to be able to use it. I think they're going to find out that reason. the only reason Ray can't use his, and again, speculation if you want, but like maybe it has to be inside the person because they turn into water. So if he wears a necklace and he turns into water, it's going to fall <laughs> off. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I could see Nate eventually doing it. I mean, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of a schlub, but he's, you know, he's he loves Amaya. And, you know, they said something about emotion and having, you know, your heart or trueness is what, you know, activates these. So, yeah, I definitely saw okay. that. Coming. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, same. I mean, he. It's, uh, all right. I mean, I guess it is a selfless act to save um, Amaya's daughter in 1992. So that's why it. Um, oh, and and old Amaya. Yeah. Um, that's why it activated Ray. Just Ray can't use it. Performance issues. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, so I guess by uh, Nate releasing Grodd or Nate Nate defeating Grodd, Grodd wasn't able to shore the village. So the the anachronism that that or not anachronism the uh aberration it is an anachronism what is it yeah it isn't it is an anachronism but it's not an aberration right wait i'm getting my terminology from different seasons mixed up aberration season two okay anachronism season three okay so yes so yes causing causing a change to the timeline is is that anachronism okay well anyway we have one of those happen uh because grod doesn't destroy the village and malice is uh released after Damien Dark literally gets stabbed in the back by Sarah, <laughs> which I thought was a nice poetic touch. Uh, <laughs> you literally stabbed me in the back. It's better than your heart. Yeah. <laughs> the heart, Osborne! <laughs> I need pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so Malice is not released. He's this big demon dude, and uh, there's uh, some crazy stuff going on there. So we're going we're gonna to talk about that in just a little bit. Um, but uh, we found out another revelation based that kind of ties into last week's episode, and that is that Ava is the twelfth clone that uh, that uh, Rip has utilized in his schemes. I guess are, are we are we speculating here that perhaps the other clones had been killed, uh, or I mean. What does this make out Rip? Is Rip just like, you know, we were talking about it when we were talking about the other episode. Is, is Rip just like a, a clonist? Does he just not care? Uh, it, he, he wants to have someone good in the Time Bureau. He wants someone to be better than him, which is, I think, why. Then why he, do you need 12? It because, seems like she's died yeah, 11 times. How many times has Rip died? Well, <laughs> none. Clone Rip. Make a bunch of Rip clones and have him just staff the entire Bureau. <laughs> Well, I I, th- I think it is because she's she is she was put in those dangerous um, positions, dangerous timelines. That's why she kept on dying. But he also saw the potential of this of these Ava clones, and which which is why he kept on going back for more. Interesting. Yeah, ah, that's my thought. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a weird, you know, are they expendable? Are they not? Kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which I think is going to be uh, something that we will elaborate on at some point. But, uh, yeah, basically we're, we're left here at the end of this episode with Ava being totally distraught that she is the 12th clone that Rip has used. Uh, the team is 
not necessarily screwed, but uh, kind of screwed because they have released Malice and they, you know, Ray doesn't have control of his totem and uh, Damien betrayed them. So uh, there's no telling what's going to happen here next week. So I think it's time for some speculation. We didn't read uh, Ross's other email. We can read it. We'll read it at yeah. the end. Well, we'll we do, do that at the end. end. Yeah, we yeah, do that at the end. Right. All right. So, uh, lots of crazy stuff going on. So, one change that we have is the village was never destroyed, which means that uh, yep. what happens to Mari? Because her mother actually had the totem. Uh, her mother, in the original timeline, rejected it, right? I thought I thought she died in the or she village. died in the village, right? I thought that's what happened. And then it goes to yeah, okay. And then it goes to Mari um no, later on it's like an heirloom. Yeah. So what does this mean for Mari? What do we think? Uh Kyle, I mean uh, any any ideas as to what our our current present vixen is going to be challenged with now? Well, my my guess is that she still gets the totem, but it just it just happens to be a little bit later. Uh, it's so her so she gets to grow up with her mother and her sister. Well, how does she wind up so, in Detroit then? Actually, wait, actually wait. If because uh, Kawasa was supposed to get the the totem, right? Because she's the old older older one. Yeah, because they thought Kawasa was dead. Yeah. So, huh? Yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah. Maybe Kawasa is the new vixen. See, and again, I think that's why they're going to do a temporal reset. Is because there's too many variables on this. They're going to consider it one big aberration or anachronism, and be like, the only way to fix it is to stop it at its source. Can't let Damien Dark come back. Oh my God, that's how they're going to fix it. Can't let Damien Dark come back so that he needs to create the anachronisms so that blah, 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 blah. Wait. No, no. Flesh so out that theory there, that's Will. That's what's going Right. So, so Damien Dark well, has to do what now? He has to like, die. Think about it. If Damien Dark... Yeah. Damien Dark, if he doesn't get resurrected, he doesn't put Malice in his daughter, which means Malice does not get a chance to come back, which means none of the other stuff that have happened this season happens. All the anachronisms that were created and being done to bring Malice back no longer are necessary. So it solves all of the anachronism problems. Okay, I can see it. Damien's going to go back in time and convince himself to kill himself. Well, no, right. no, no. I think... No, just, just <laughs> stay dead. I think, I think they're going to be like, don't bring me back. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even talking to himself because, I mean, Oliver, Oliver kills him. I think right. they have... They have He's to, gonna tell his daughter not to resurrect him. That yeah. So they're gonna have to go back to Victoria, London, Victoria, yeah, Victorian London, to stop them. And it's gonna involve magic because you're gonna have Constantine next week, and that might also explain why Firestorm's back. Well, no, not Firestorm, just Jeff. Holy crap! Yeah, but holy crap, does this mean Stein lives? Yeah. No. 
And they fix Stein. They fix Stein and give Stein his happy ending. But as of huh? as of right now, I mean, nothing has been confirmed. I don't. I don't think right. Stein will be on the season three finale. They could do. They they could do a body double with him though, and just be like Jackson, come back and be like, you know, Gray's with his granddaughter now, and you know, we're still separated. I mean, blah, they, blah, could, blah, blah. they could. They could. Yeah, they could I'm do it saying. like that, and and not have to show yeah. them. That would be like the easy right. fix. But yeah, I, as of right now, there's no. I, he's not. He's not coming back. He's not going to be appearing in the in the finale. And with that fix, with that fix, uh, uh, what's her face's issue with her brother? Like he, he had nothing to do with Malice, right? No, he had nothing. They had not like Zari has nothing to do with Malice aside from her totem. So her brother still okay. being dead is it would it would be heartbroken. It'd be heartbreaking for her, but it it would have nothing really to do with the time. Wait a second, though. And maybe that's how they keep her around for next season. Yeah. This is this is like way bigger than Flashpoint level stuff. It is. Oh yeah. And even Wally was like, you know, you guys, you know, Barry did this. It was called Flashpoint. Well, time. Yeah. yeah. So like that's the thing. <laughs> but but if they have Constantine to be able to come and use the magic MacGuffin, um, you know, and say, uh, all right, might I'm going to do this, this little spell. Yeah. To keep the, the stuff from happening. I don't you think know, he's that puff, powerful puff, smoke, smoke, to kiss girl. I don't think he's that powerful unless he puts on the, the helmet of the boo. That would be neat to become Dr. Fate. Wouldn't I don't think he's that powerful to do that. Yeah. Cause now could we have Dr. Fate next season? God, I hope could, so. Could do- well, here's a question, though, because I, I don't know too much about Dr. Fate. Could could Dr. Fate fix a catastrophic timeline change, like convincing Damian Dark not to he, resurrect himself? He is he is uh, Chaos Incarnate, if I remember okay. correctly. Um, So he could fix Damian Dark. And by fix, I mean keep him dead. Yeah, but it's just right. it's so crazy because like, so much stuff happens. Barry prevents his mom from dying. And Flashpoint happens, and then, like, you know, Cisco's brother died, and, like, the, you know, the mirror universe, and, like, all that kind of stuff, and the powers and whatnot. Damien, like, so much stuff has happened. So much stuff is broken that. But they could sit there and say that it hasn't, I mean, this isn't real time. They could be like, well, it hasn't really set in time yet because of all the inaccuracy. So then that wouldn't affect the other shows at all because it's not set in time. Right. Well, well, none of these, none of this is right. what's happened has affected the other shows. The only thing that really has happened, yeah, because the was dinosaurs the never showed up in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> well, no shows are in it's, L.A. It's not like Barry talked to, yeah, it's not like Barry talked about the dinosaurs being in California <laughs> from the from the beginning of the season. Yeah, it's just so weird because like you know you set rules and you establish rules about certain things and then Legends just goes and throws them all out the window and just does whatever it wants to. <laughs> uh, Okay, so so yeah, you know, I will. I mean, you got a real good point because like it's it's really hard to see where they're going to go from here because, you know, I I feel like I mean I don't we hadn't seen anything about Nora being a a season or a series regular for next year. Uh, no, but I think they'll want to keep her around. She's I I hope yeah they do. I do I too. Like I, I like her and Ray's chemistry. I think that's neat. Um, and so I'm curious as to what's going to happen to her because if we do have a reset, then obviously she's going to be fine. Uh, if we don't have a reset, I don't see how there's not going to be serious repercussions for everything. It's just so, it's so, yeah, right. it's uh, how do you come back from that? And uh, yeah, well, yeah, God, man, I think you're absolutely right. I think they're going to do a temporal reset 
And uh, I don't know if I'm disappointed by that or not. It depends on what they do with it and how they end the se- uh, the series. Uh, but that's that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. My thinking is, as long as Doctor Stein, you know, as long as Jax doesn't wake up, walk over to a shower, open it, and there's Doctor Stein going, "Good morning," <laughs> you know, I I'm fine. I'm fine. Which, if none of you are old, anyone who's under the age of thirty, that was a thing for Dallas. Oh, so. is that how we came back? They brought Bobby back that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She woke. It was all, a, you know. It was Doctor Stein's. Like it was all a dream. Oh what? wow! No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah, that you got to look that terrible. up. The return of Bobby Ewing. Oh, it was great. Like they just basically said an entire season was the dream of Victoria Prince. That's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes. now you know. I, I, and somebody's yes, getting a phone seems, call. I am. How dare you? How dare you? Sorry, keep going. So I, yeah, but you know, all that stuff's well, well and good. The temporal reset, and, uh, you know, Mari and Nora. Uh, but what I really want to know is, is when is Ray going to stop getting dunked on? Every episode he is dunked on. He was dunked on this episode. He was dunked on last episode. He's dunked on the episode before that. Uh, he constantly gets dunked on. Uh, is, is that just, is that just his lot in life is just to get dunked on? Like, when are we going to see Ray do something like super cool and like super heroic and all that kind of stuff. Is this never going to happen next season? Next season? Is it going to be the Ray season? Next season. It's going to be the season of the Ray. <laughs> I, I hate it. I absolutely hate the characterization of Ray Palmer on this show. I, I wouldn't say I'm an, I, I'm an Adam fan, but I've always liked him. And he was always this. This uh, he had a. He was one of the most. He was one of the more angsty of the DC Super Justice League set. He really was. And they've made him into a just a complete and utter. Well, boom. and it's you know, and it, it's probably if I no go ahead go ahead sorry, go on. I just I think it's character assassination of the highest order, and I think it started with Arrow, and the fact that he came in as just the foil for Elicity, mm-hmm. and it just kept going and getting worse and worse and worse like hawk girl and chasing all of these different women and it's just like it's not ray palmer again and i know i bring it up all the time read identity yeah. crisis mm-hmm. that is a great ralph dibney and ray palmer story out of on both sides of that spectrum and it it, it, it kills me you could not see this ray palmer pulling that yeah. story off well and, and that's the thing right you know? like you know they, they have ray as this like clueless boy scout you know naive dude right and uh, the, the naivety is who makes up songs for codes. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, this, you know, like like you said, well, he's just complete boob. Yeah. But uh, you know, Superman's yeah. a yeah. Boy Scout. He's the Boy Scout, and he still can be a compelling, yeah. interesting character. And so, it's it's just weird. It's like they don't know what they want to do with Ray, and they they can't get rid of him because he's you know Brandon Ruth, and he was Superman. And so, like, you don't just get rid of that guy on your show. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm just hoping that you know he does something cool in the season finale and maybe they fix him, make him, make him work. But I don't know. I'm just tired of seeing Ray get dunked on. That's all. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, we've done some speculation. Next week's going to be our last episode and, uh, pretty sure Will's correct with the temporal reset. So we'll see. But, uh, now it's time for my favorite portion of the show. And that is mix quote of the week. The ending. Oh, (laughs) 
So we have two episodes here to choose from, uh, but we only have two quotes. <laughs> That's because, uh, you know, th- there's a lot of mixed stuff, but uh, there's a lot of other things to talk about. But uh, uh, yeah, I-, I-, I think I already know the, w- the winner of this one, but uh, Kyle, why don't you take it away? All right. The first one is, should have wasted your hairy ass and damn. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> while he while they are enjoying uh, Lord of the Rings, quiet. Yeah, and obviously, number one takes that one all the yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was the best you know quote of mix across both of those episodes. I feel. Uh, so so yeah, there you have it. Uh, Kyle, take it away. Mix quote of the week. Uh, Should have wasted your hairy ass and damn. All right, uh, and ladies and gentlemen, we actually have news to discuss this week on Legends TV Talk, and that is that Legends has been. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Coming in over the airwaves. Yeah, sorry, uh, and, and and so yeah, we actually have news to talk about this week on Legends. So uh, yeah, let's let's it's time for some news. Legends is renewed for season four. Yay! Woo! We get to do this again for another year. <laughs> yeah, you guys get to suffer us for another season. It's amazing. I can't wait. We're still not paid. <laughs> No. Well, you know, in the off season, we'll do a lot to, uh, uh, you know, make people watch our show via forcing them uh, through some grod telepathy and brainwashing and stuff. So that's all in the works. I.e. Boy, that was funnier in your head. That was funny. Oh, in your no, head, it wasn't, wasn't even it? funny in my head. I just had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's going to be good. Uh, looking forward to next season. Hopefully it's going to be good. I mean, honestly, I wasn't really worried about the show getting renewed because it's, you know, it's one of the better shows they have. It's, it's doing good ratings. Uh, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, I don't, I don't, do we, do we know why it took them so long to agree to renew all of their shows? I mean, they, they just recently came out with the announcement for everything. Yeah, this week. Uh, no, no, nothing. It's like it's been getting uh, longer and longer each season to renew these to renew these shows, and there's no there's no rhyme or reason why not. Maybe they just wanted to see the full ratings of all the shows up till now. Yeah, I think that would like be post hiatus ratings. And I think they wanted to see how it would do. Well, it's not just that. They really they were screwing around with the schedule too. And I mean by yeah. removing Supergirl for for this period during the second half of the Legends season, you know, I think they're I think what they're gonna do is you're gonna see it they're all gonna be back next year, but I think they're gonna screw oh, yeah. the schedule. I think they're you know I, Black Lightning I, I mean Black Lightning is a hit. Black Lightning is good too. It's not bad at all. Um you know I don't know what their plan what their plan would be. Um you know, but I think they like this whole like you know. There's a whole bunch of new episodes for Legends, even though everybody else is on repeats. And then you know, Supergirl's going to come back and finish the season yeah. strong. So maybe. Yeah, now we probably will never know why, but uh, but yeah, I think you're right though. There's going to be some schedule changes for sure uh, as they try to you know. I, I, I'm assuming Arrow yeah. is is uh, declining in viewership. No, or is, I, it, is it? Uh, I think it's still. It's still I mean, I'm not well. talking about like a tank, but it's, you well. know, it's over like steadily kind of, you know, going down a little, eh, but who knows? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think they would have renewed it if it was going, if, if viewership was going down. Mm, okay. Really? Because they renewed Dynasty and that was like at a one, at a point one five or some weird, stupid number like that. I think, I think they would renew it. I just, I think maybe they, they'll come out and say maybe this year is the last arrow. Because Which I mean, it, at could, this point, it could very well be. I mean, season yeah. seven seasons is. I mean, no. I mean, looking not looking at your Law and Orders or Smallville, 
I mean, season right. seven seasons is, is is a long is a long time. Yeah. It's, yeah, and the stories are getting a little played. He's like, how many how many different ways can you shoot an arrow <laughs> at somebody? They <laughs> they they need more trick arrows. That's that's all. true. That's true. Yes. Um, well, I think they I that show needs him to be more of the comic arrow. He needs to be, and I mean the proof of that is look what they did in the comics. They took him away from being the arrow Oliver Queen and that they used in the new fifty two, and now that they've started putting him back towards the more progressive socialism of you know the social justice warrior Oliver Queen. That but book it, is picking up in readership again. But it doesn't fit with this with this show. I know, but it's that's the I mean that's the problem I've always had with Arrow is that I want I want my social justice warrior raging Oliver Queen yelling about corporate fat cats. I mean, I want that one. So the fact that I don't get that because they wanted to make a Batman show without Batman, <laughs> hello Gotham. Um you know, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. But I won't. I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It, it could be, uh, you know, it could be interesting. But uh, definitely, yeah. what's going to be interesting is we're we'll going be to back. see Ava. This Legends TV talk will be back next year. Wait, what was that? What you, you cut out? Yeah. I said yes, and we will be back next year. Legends TV talk absolutely. Will be back, so yep. This, and this coming iteration. back with us is Ava. <laughs> The actress Jess McCallan, who plays Ava Sharp, is joining the cast as a series regular. So, uh, yeah, that that means, you know, we, we mentioned it earlier uh, in the show where, you know, Ava has had this, you know, clone storyline thing coming on. So I think that could be a big part of her role next season. We shall certainly see. But, uh, yeah, that I, I'm glad because I, I think she's a great addition to the cast. I think the romance between her and oh, Sarah yeah. is good. Uh, and I think there's there's a lot of stuff to explore there with, like, who she is and her identity now that it's been revealed that she is one of 12 clones that uh, Rip has essentially just used to die as this expendable sort of asset for the Time Bureau. So, uh, you know, we, we mentioned it before. It's like where they're going to go with the series, what they're going to do with it, uh, whether they're going to start, you know, mucking around with time or do something different. Uh, I don't know, but I, 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 I welcome Ava aboard. Uh, and I welcome Jess aboard. And I think it's going to be a, uh, a fun, you know, a, a fun thing to see what they're going to do with her character. Uh, Will, what do, you, what do you think? Yeah. I'm glad she's there. I think she adds a li- she adds another dimension. I think it'll be. Uh, I I'm glad she's there. She's sticking around. She's gonna be you know a good. I think she's gonna be a good asset. And I it makes me wonder. You know, I'm wondering if Amaya is on her way out, which means probably Nate as well. So, you know, you're bringing in a Constantine. You're bringing in an Ava. They kind of fill roles and holes on that. So, yeah. Kyle, any any final thoughts, Kyle? I don't know. Uh, no, it's it's nice to see that more women are born yeah, in the wave rider. For sure, for sure, diversity, for sure. Um, but yeah, well, well, that does it for the news, and it looks like we have a Ross review coming in, which we don't have a bump for. We have another <laughs> Ross review. We should make a bump for we should. Ross reviews. Okay, so let me scroll down here. Okay, so for episode seventeen, here's what Ross wrote. He said. I thought this week's episode was pretty good. The multiple plot points were fun and interesting. The legend saving Barry Obama, Ray's interaction with the actor John Noble in the showdown in Zambezi in particular. Last week, I speculated on what was going to happen between Nate and Amaya and Amaya's future, and a few of the questions I had were answered this week. We finally know the name of her daughter, which is Issei Jiwe. We know that in this timeline from the older Amaya that she chose to have her memory wiped. 
which makes it easier for her to leave the Legends and Nate. But will this happen in the finale, or will she stay with the team for a while longer? Good question. The big question I have still is, is Ize Nite's, or is Ize Nate's daughter? <laughs> Since it's never brought up and the lack of reaction from Nate on the other characters, it doesn't seem likely. What do you guys think? I thought that with the Legends being in Zambezi in 1992 that we would see a reenactment of the scene from the Vixen animated series between EC and General Ishu featuring a camel from Hakim Kai Kazim, who voiced the character, but since the show didn't reference that show that closely, and with the time and budget constraints, I guess it wasn't going to happen. What are you looking forward to to seeing most in the finale next week? What do you think of the big final moment will be? And in Season 1, it was Our Man. Season 2, it was T-Rexes in the City. What's next? So, um, that is, that does bring up a good point because there was another thing I wanted to speculate about. I didn't put in the notes. Uh, you know, Amaya erasing yeah. her own memory. Mm-hmm. I I kind of think Nate dies, Ooh. and she didn't know how to deal with it and wiped her brain. Huh? Possibility. Like she was so happy to see Nathaniel, and she's like, you know, and she was so. Oh, you're here, and you know it's like, I. Th- what other reason would she have to really wipe other than you know the 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 easy one, which is you know I want to forget I ever knew you and loved you. I could see it being like he's dead. I need to wipe my brain and go back to my village and you know. Well, save she my also people. she I had future knowledge of her village being destroyed. To correct the right. timeline, she had to erase her her memory of all that to set the timeline straight. That sure. is that is why True. she erased her memory. I don't think it has anything to do with Nate dying. Yeah, yeah, and and okay. uh, I mean, the, the, you know, if there is a timeline reset, I mean, what is that? Her erasing her memory, you know, what are the implications for that? It just it just fixes it just fixes the yeah. timeline to where right. it, it would as as it was before that she had she was never on the Wave Rider. She didn't know. Yeah. For the second time, yeah, she didn't. She have was on the wave rider the first time, right? She wouldn't have had a f- the knowledge of this stuff. I do think she could. I think that that's another reason I think they would hit that ultimate reset button. Is you get to put Amaya back in her Zambezi village, you know, before yeah. season three. So interesting. I don't know. Well, we shall see. But uh, yeah, thanks for the email, Ross. We always appreciate your outlook and. Uh, in our outlook, because it's an email. (laughs) 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 Excuse me. I cracked myself up. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, we have snakes in the audience. It appears that we are out of time, unfortunately. But if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel the time stream, here's how. You can follow the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. That's Legends Talk TV. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell, spelled B E A L L. Uh, you can follow me at CowCrossy89, and you can also listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me on the Twitters at WR Benson. And if 280 characters isn't enough to show your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. We also created a Facebook page, so be sure to uh, throw us a like there at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. 
And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the DC TV Talk Network. Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, Flash TV Talk, the iZombie Podcast, and Starkville House of L, Krypton. While you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review and we will read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player and on the Google Play Store. And as always, special thanks to Charlie Bach for making the music for our bumps and our outro music. You can check out the rest of his awesome stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time.